reaching Israel and the world. Baruch Hashem, God bless you, beloved ones. My name's Rabbi Schneider, my wife, Cynthia. Welcome today to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Honey, I'm excited about this series that we're in on apostolic prayers yeah. because there's a, so much depth here, you can't even get to the bottom of it. Oh, it's, it's exciting. God just has the depths that go forever and the heights that go forever. He's, he's eternity. So I'm excited about what we have today for our viewers. You know, it's impossible to wrap our heads around eternity mm. because God is eternal and he exists outside of time. Mm -hmm. He exists outside of space. Yeah. All we can do is keep on seeking, keep on knocking, keep yes. on asking yes. for God to deliver us yes. out of these, you know, this mindset of materialism. Yes to give us the mind of a spirit so that we can really experience the glory of God. Yes. I'm excited about today's show. Praise God, I am too. And, and for our viewers, right now we're just going to release all the cares of the world and tune into God with this program. I feel filled with joy today to get back into God's word with you, beloved ones, from the book of Colossians chapter one. We're in a series that I'm calling Apostolic Prayers. I want to begin today just by praying. Father, we pray that you would fill us with the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you, that we would enter into your spirit, Father, in a way that we never have before. Help us, Father God, to let go of everything pertaining to the flesh, to know you indeed, in Yeshua's name, in Jesus' name, and for your fame, Abba Daddy. Amen and amen. Now, beloved ones, those of you that tune in with me all the time, be patient. I'm just going to begin reading in verse number nine where we've been, and I'm going to focus today, I'm going to begin focusing on this concept where Paul speaks about having good works. Now, if you have missed the earlier episode, uh, episodes, I should say, in this series, I really want to encourage you. You can purchase them through the uh, information at the edge of the webcast. Get them online. Really powerful, life-transforming truth. Hear the word of God. For this reason also, Paul prays, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Now, I left off on last episode with this phrase that we would bear fruit, Paul says, in every good work. I want you to consider this with me. Everything that you do, everything that you say, and even everything that you think influences the spiritual atmosphere around you. I've had people walk into my home and just simply say, wow, it feels happy in here. Not that I'm always happy at all. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, but they, that was a general sense that they had in my home because of all that had been thought there, all that had been said there, and all the deeds that had been done there. I'm trying to help you understand that when the scripture speaks here of us bearing fruit in every good work, 
it's not just the, the, you know, going to the homeless shelter, you know, to work in the, um, the, you know, the food pantry once a month. That's an awesome thing to do. But sometimes when we think of good works, we're very limited and confining in understanding what good works are. The truth is, is that we're living beings. We're alive. We're spiritual beings in a spiritual universe. We're clothed in humanity. We live in the animal kingdom, in other words, all the creatures on the earth, but we are first of all spirit, and spirit has domination over the flesh and over the environment that is in the flesh around it. And so when the Lord speaks here of us having spiritual wisdom and understanding, it involves the knowledge that everything that we think and everything that we say is either influencing the environment around us for good or bad. Let me just give you uh, an example that's only this deep. It keeps getting deeper, but let me give you an example that's about this deep. Years ago, when my little daughter was growing up, I realized that any time that I criticized somebody or any time I spoke negatively about a situation, it put my daughter in a bad mood. Now understand that I wasn't speaking negatively to my daughter. I wasn't putting down my daughter, but if I was negative in my speech with what I was talking about with Cynthia or whatever it was, just maybe talking about a situation or being critical about a situation or seeing the glass half empty rather than half full, whenever I spoke negative, I saw that it influenced my little daughter's attitude and her psyche and her level of happiness. We have to take responsibility. This is what it means to be filled with all spiritual wisdom and understanding in the knowledge of God's will, which was what Paul prayed for in the preceding verse, in verse number 9. We have to take responsibility for our lives, recognizing that if we're going to bear good works in every respect, that means we have to be concentrating on thinking positive thoughts about people, about, about, you know, about our circumstances, because this comes with the knowledge of God's will when we're really trusting God, when we really believe God is so with us, He's closer to us than our own breath. The fact that you can taste food, that's all from God. The fact that you're breathing, that's all from God. The fact that your cells are alive is because God is sustaining your cells. The Bible says that God is sustaining the entire universe by His power. So when you understand that God is real, that his atmosphere surrounds you, that because of Yeshua he lives in you, that he's sustaining your body, that he is aware of your thought before you even think it, when you believe that, and then when you trust that he loves you, and that he's taking care of you, and that he's got the best purpose planned for your life possible, when you really believe that, then you're going to speak positive, and your thoughts are going to be positive. And this is why Paul says, I pray that you would be filled with all spiritual wisdom and understanding of the knowledge of God's will. So, putting all this together then, if we really believe what I just stated about Hashem, about God, that He's alive, that He loves us, that He's real, that He's closer to us than we think. In fact, He's closer to us than our own breath, okay, when we really believe that and believe that He loves us, that we're safe in Him, that He's taking care of us, that everything that happens to, to us in our life, even when it's clothed in darkness, Hashem, which is a Hebrew way to say God, is using it to bring about good in us and through us. When we believe that, and then we begin to monitor our thoughts and our attitudes 
and our words, what we're going to do, beloved, is bring ourselves more aligned and aligned into the Holy Spirit, into the Ruach HaKadosh, and we're going to walk in a way, listen now, that pleases Hashem, that pleases the God and Father of King Jesus, listen, in all respects. So God bless you today. I know that God is touching some of us and that hearing His words, hearing His words is ch changing us. The process sometimes, it's a slow process. We have to be patient. Patient is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But when we're subjected to God's word like this, when we're subjected to teaching like this and we're open, I'm telling you, if you're receiving it, you're being changed by it. And that's what so many of us need right now. We need a revelation of the Christ that's in us. I always bring with me into the pulpit whatever I'm going through. So I began to minister on the same truth to the people that what we need is a greater experience with God because Paul said the mystery of the gospel is Christ in you, the hope of glory. And so I began to speak that mystery. And then following that time of ministry, I said, we're just gonna wait on the Holy Spirit right now and ask Jesus to touch us with a greater demonstration and experience of this reality, Christ in us, the hope of glory. And I just asked Jesus to come in the person of His Spirit. One week ago, exactly today, my mother died. I couldn't cry. And I had a burden in my head and my heart. For me, because I was not thinking to come to church. The two neighbors who are brothers of the church, they brought me here. And when the rabbi started to pray, I felt something just pouring down on my head, like a sprinkle. Wow. That was bringing all the burden out of my heart and a gladness and happiness. And I knew it was the joy of the Lord in my heart. Because I feel happy now and content that my mother is with him now. Is God blessing your life through the teaching of Rabbi Schneider? Why not become a part in sending him around the world as God brings salvation, healing, and deliverance through television and on-the-ground outreaches? Visit rabbipartners.com or call 800-777-7835. As a thank you for your monthly support, Rabbi would like to send you three very special partner-only DVDs. In Pursuit of Him, an intimate view of Rabbi's life journey. It was worth it. The amazing life story of Cynthia Schneider and Crusades Behind the Scenes, a partner-exclusive look as Rabbi ministers around the world. Become a part of what God is doing through discovering the Jewish Jesus. Begin your monthly partnership today. Now let's continue. He says that you would bear fruit in every good work, increasing, he said, in the knowledge of God. Let me ask you this question. Have you ever got burned out with where you're at in God? Meaning that, you know, the things that used to excite you no longer excite you. That, that where you're at, it, it, it seems stale. You need something new from God. I know that I've been there. I sometimes get a revelation from God and I work with that revelation. I'm excited about that revelation. I put that revelation into practice. I pray about that revelation. And it fuels me for a number of months, a number of years even. But eventually what will happen is I can no longer live on yesterday's manna. 
like the children of Israel in the wilderness. I needed fresh manna for today. And you know what? God is alive and living, and His purpose is to increase in your life. His purpose is not just to leave you with yesterday's manna, but to give you something fresh. Paul says that you would be increasing at the end of verse 10 in the knowledge of God. I've got good news for you today, and I want to pray for you. If you're feeling stale with where you're at in the Lord right now, if everything just kind of seems like been there, done that, if everything kind of is getting boring for you, if it's no longer exciting for you, I've got good news for you. Hashem is going to bless you and give you something new and restore the joy of your salvation. So, Father, I pray right now for every soul Father, that's under the sound of your word coming forth through my voice right now that believes and has faith. Father, I ask you right now, Abba God, just to deposit something new in their life. I pray, Father, that you'll begin to put the wheels into place that will bring into their life fresh revelation, a new thing, that the joy of their salvation would be restored to them. Father, we believe that we're increasing in the knowledge of God, that we're increasing in knowing who you are. And Father, I pray and ask, Daddy, that you would impart a new thing into every single one of your beloved children that is under the sound of my voice and listening and receiving into your word right now. Father, deposit that new thing from the Holy Spirit into them that will give them the power and the motivation they need to keep pursuing you, even with all their heart, strength, soul, and mind. Paul says that you'd be strengthened, verse 11, with all power according to his glorious might for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience joyously. So as we're thinking now, coming off of this concept of there's always more, it can get more exciting than it is for you. If you're bored right now, I'm going back to where I left off to spring forward again. If you're bored right now, I want you to know you don't have to stay bored. If you surrender yourself to God, God is going to bring you into a new realm of his reality. He's going to bring you into a new dimension of experiencing his eternal life. But you've got to be willing to let go of where you're at. If you're so concerned with what people think about you that you won't step out of the crowd because you don't have the boldness to step out from the crowd to be unique, to be different, to follow God like Abraham did wherever he led. If you don't have the conviction and the boldness to do that, you're going to stay stuck, stay stagnant, and stay bored, and you won't experience the fresh thing. But if you're willing to follow God and follow the Holy Spirit's leading in your life, which is sometimes subtle, you have to be paying attention, but if you're willing to let go and follow Him, even though it may lead you out of where you're at, you need to let go of where you're at and you need to trust him because he's going to bring you in to something fresh, something new, and something better. Let me say it again. Paul said, I want you to increase in your knowledge of God. And we come to places in our life, I'm just recapping. We oftentimes come to places in our life where we get bored. Things get stale. Things get dry. They become has-been. You know what? That's okay. There are seasons. And when that happens, that means you need something new. But if you're going to enter in, beloved one, to the new thing, it means you've got to let go and come out of the old thing. Israel couldn't have entered the land of, of, of the promised land unless they let go of the old thing. They had to let go of the old thing before they could enter into the new thing. Here's the point. You and I all have to have an experience like Abraham. Remember, God came to Abraham and said, Abraham, I want you to leave where you're at and follow me. 
And Abraham was willing to leave what he was comfortable with. He was willing to leave that which made him secure in the natural because he trusted Hashem, he trusted God to lead him in, beloved, to something that was better. And so many of you are not experiencing something better because you won't let go of where you're at. You won't let go of your comforts. And you're too concerned with being different. You're too afraid of standing out. You're too afraid of what people will think of you. So God can't do anything for you because you're holding on to where you are. So if you hold on to where you are, how can you come out of that place into a new thing? You've got to trust Hashem. You've got to trust the Lord and let go and then follow Him where He leads you. And even though it's scary, there's a reward on the other side. This is the way, beloved, of destiny. This is the way of eternal life. It's an adventure in God. It's a journey in the Spirit. And each of us must take our own journey. And in some respects, we have to go alone. But if we're willing to trust God, if we're willing to be like David that said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. If you're willing to trust God in areas that you haven't trusted him with before, it feels fearful. It seems like darkness. You're afraid. But if you'll persist and trust him, believing he's with you, believing he loves you, believing he's leading you, believing he's going to bring you into something good, if you'll follow him and let go and let go of some of the relationships you need to let go of and follow him into the new thing, you're going to enter more and more, beloved ones, into the realm of eternal life and you're going to get to where God wants you to go. And in order for this to happen, you know what? God's going to strengthen you to do it. So Paul prays in the 11th verse that you would be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might. His spirit is living, it's active, it's real, and we can truly have divine satisfaction and be strengthened by the Holy Spirit. In fact, Paul, in this same verse, in verse number 11, he uses that word joy. He prays that we would be strengthened with all power, according to his glorious might, for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience joyously. How does he tie in this being strengthened by the Spirit to this concept of joyously, which is the last word in this 11th verse? Because, beloved, when we're strengthened by the Spirit, we get breakthrough, and when we get breakthrough, we have joy. I pray right now, Father God, for every beloved son and daughter of yours that is watching this broadcast now. Every soul, Father, under the sound of my voice by the Ruach HaKodesh. Father, that you would strengthen us all, each one of us, by that same power that raised Yeshua, Christ Jesus, from the dead. Father, I ask you to strengthen us with divine might. Father, I ask that you would strengthen us with that same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Father God, lifting him up through every spiritual darkness in the spheres of space. Father, to your right hand where he sits now as King of kings and Lord of lords. Father, strengthen us by that same power that raised King Jesus to your right hand. Father, we worship you. We love you. We celebrate you today. Abba, Daddy, we thank you for all that you've done. Father, thank you for all that you've done. Father, we can't thank you enough, but we want to tell you that we love you. And that, Father, we want you more than anything else in life. Father, we give you our lives. We give you permission to take control. We ask you to do whatever you need to do, Father God, that we would continue to pursue you. And, Father, put within us the same love for you that Jesus has, that we would love you, Abba, Daddy, in Yeshua's name, with all our heart, strength, soul, and mind. I love you, church. 
we reach up, we reach forward, we reach upward. We reach upward for the fullness of God. That just, it just struck me, Rabbi, on, on how we're called to let go of the past and reach forward for what God has. You know, God speaks to me in pictures. So many times he speaks to me in pictures and a picture I see repeatedly in my life is this picture of my left hand letting go of something that I've held on to that's been a good gift from God. Mm -hmm. But there's times where he calls me to let go of it and reach forward and he's shown me that it, that it's good and it's okay because he always had, we're on an upward journey mm -hmm. and it's always upward and better. Mm. He's got better things in store for us. An example I have of that is we have, we have the best employees at, at Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I, I really truly mean that. I know God has handpicked everyone that works for Discovering the Jewish Jesus. They are handpicked to be in this ministry for him. And so there's been times where some of our employees have had to, to move on. God's called them to move or to, to go into something different. And I just grieve like, oh, how can we ever do without this person? And he's shown me it's okay. You know, you let go and I've got good things ahead for you. And I know they, that God has good things ahead for them. So I learned to trust him. Mm -hmm. It's all, yeah. Being willing to let go, believing that God's got something better. Yes. That you can't enter into the new thing yes. if you're not willing to let go of the old thing. Right. Don't look back, the Lord right. says. Yeah. Look forward. You know, Paul said he presses on towards the upward call in Christ Jesus, mm. forgetting what lies behind and pressing onward and upward towards the goal. There's always more yes. and it can always get better. Yes. Did you know, honey, that the word Hebrew, we talked about the Hebrews, actually means one that is crossed over. Mm. So the Hebrews had to cross over. They had to cross the Jordan River right, right. to enter into the promised land. Wow. And that's true for all of us. And yes. I think that uh, you've made this observation to me, Cynthia, in the past, that many uh, people, perhaps even you've said the majority of people, are unable to change. Mm. And we know that oftentimes as people age in life, they become less and less willing to change. They're yeah. less and less flexible. But we need to be willing to be changed and to change our whole lives. Yes. While what we can experience when we let go and allow the Holy Spirit to change us, to let go of our old ways and, and, and learn what we can experience, the heights of the earth instead of the mundane of today. Yeah. Beloved, God's got good plans for you, but you've got to let go yes. and follow Him. Yes. We've been talking a lot from the book of Colossians about having a spirit of wisdom and understanding. The Bible tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And when I think about fearing God, one of the areas that strikes me is, am I willing to honor the Lord with my finances? Now, I know some are probably objecting. Well, as believers, we don't have to fear the Lord. I'm talking about having a holy reverence for God and treating Him as holy. When we treat God as holy in our life, we're gonna put Him first in our finances. Beloved, I just wanna ask you, if you believe that I'm authentic, that this ministry's authentic, that it's helping you, I wanna ask you to open your heart to the Holy Spirit and allow Him to speak to you regarding sowing a financial gift into this ministry so that we can continue to do the work that God's calling us to do. When you sow your financial gifts into discovering the Jewish Jesus, you're gonna reap a reward from all the fruit that this ministry is gaining. Thank you and shalom. Here's how you can partner with us. 
Send your tax-deductible gift to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. Donate online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Call 1-800-777-7835 or text the keyword RABBI to 45777. To show our appreciation, we'll send you an audio CD and download of Rabbi's Message of the Month and our most recent newsletter. Your gift is bringing salvation, healing, and deliverance to Israel and the world through television, internet, and crusade outreaches. Finally, many of us have been faithful to the Lord with our finances while living. For those of you who like to remember the Lord in your finances when you go to heaven, click Will and Estate Gifts at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. I'm on the Mount of Olives, and I want to close the broadcast today by speaking the blessing that Father God said should be spoken over his people. In the book of Numbers, chapter 6, the Lord told Moses and Aaron, Speak these words over my people, and I will place my name upon them and bless them. Yavarech Yahweh Ya'er Yahweh p'navelecha v'ichunecha Yisa Yahweh p'navelecha v'asem lecha Shalom. May Father God, Yahweh, the God of Israel, bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord your Father lift you up by his countenance. And Father God is going to continue, his beloved child, to give you his peace. Revelation today for a brighter tomorrow. Find Discovering the Jewish Jesus on all your favorite social media outlets and stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier. If two of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. Let our prayer team pray for you. Send us your prayer request today by visiting our website or writing to the address on the screen. Our prayer team lifts up every individual request before the Lord. And then, as God answers your prayer request, or if God has touched your life through discovering the Jewish Jesus, send us your testimony. We want to rejoice with you, and your testimony will encourage others. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. At the same time, pray also for us, that God may open to us a door for the Word to declare the mystery of Messiah, discovering the Jewish Jesus, reaching Israel and the world. Has your faith been built up and your passion renewed through Rabbi's teaching from the Old and New Testaments? Are you receiving revelation today that is bringing you a brighter tomorrow? If you've been blessed by the teachings of Rabbi Schneider, we would like to invite you to partner with us in reaching Israel and the world. 
visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 800-777-7835 to join in our mission to equip the body of Christ, build the church, and evangelize the world. Your help extends the reach of Discovering the Jewish Jesus into places we could never touch without your partnership. Together, we are making a difference and preparing the way for the return of King Jesus. You have a greater ability to influence the world than you may realize. Tune in next week and learn how God's Spirit can help you walk in the power to create change.